This is a part of the Aggie Radio Show Network. Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Being an adult is hard enough. What with all the decisions we got to make, major, job, partner, what we even want to do with our lives, I help you figure out exactly what you want here on the podcast, how to overcome the hurdles in the way, your own self-doubt, and how to keep life spicy, and how to just feel good about the life that you're living. Because the secret is, you aren't alone. I've been there. It's totally relatable. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. My voice cracked. (laughs) You're listening to, I think, episode 46, which is another great episode. I cannot wait to get on with it, and I especially need to get on with it because I might be late to my physics class because I don't know if, I mean... Are you guys busy? Because I certainly am busy. <laughs> Everything's just gotten faster and faster. And I'm like, oh, like, yay, January's over. That's great. I'm loving that. But it's just like, oh, yeah, like, life's uh, kind of busy again. Or life, yeah, you know, I'm just catching up a lot. Does it feel like any of you guys are kind of like you're in that catch-up mode? You're like doggy paddling in the pool, just trying to not drown, basically. And your overwhelm and your stress. <laughs> I don't want to make you stressed. Um, I just know I am. And so I just wanted to say, I feel you. It's okay. You can take this opportunity to just take a breath. I mean, I feel you're there. And I, I mean, you are okay. You're doing a great job. Like, you are doing so good. Like, just give yourself that little pat on the back, proud effect. Like, you know, it's okay. Whatever happens, it's going to work out. And of course, if you are worried, stressed, overwhelmed, and you're still just like, I just need help. I just need to talk to someone. That is what I do. I offer a free coaching session and that's what I focus on entirely. I coached like two people in the last couple of weeks on anxiety entirely, on just overwhelm and stress and like trying to figure things out and dealing with these feelings, which are difficult to deal with. They can become overwhelming. And so I'd love to work with you on it. So if you ever just, you know, feel that need at all, don't Listen to your brain and say it's silly or whatever. Like, just just sign up. We can talk. It's going to be great. But anyway, I want to get to the topic of this episode. I probably should be talking about overwhelm and stress and burnout and all these things. And I will. I will get to that um, in another episode. I really want to do that, like, probably the next one. But I just was struck by this concept um, that I was talking about with my mom about our relationship with the environment around us and how that influences us and how... We also have to deal with, you know, that pushback of uh, like the environment not changing when we ourselves are desiring to change. And and it'll make a lot more sense when I get into it. Basically, what I wanted to talk about first is, well, the reason why I'm so busy, I think primarily is because, well, I went home to Arizona last week. It was wonderful, loved it. And the reason for it was because my sister, Savannah, um, she's the third one. And she got home from her mission. She just served 18 months in Iowa, Iowa City, Iowa, and a couple different places. And and for those of you who don't know, a mission, I mean, just like a religious mission where she volunteered for 18 months testifying of Jesus Christ for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And, you know, of course, you might know it, you might not know it, but really just know that she has been gone and she hasn't been communicating that much with us. And so, like, she's been basically just taken outside of her life just like, okay, you were living as like this college student, well, recent graduate of high school, college student, partying, just doing all these crazy things. And we're like, okay, we're going to plop you and now put you in a 
environment where you're 24 seven thinking about others and Jesus and how to help people and bring them to Christ and da, 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 da. So like, even if you don't understand that you understand probably for yourself, there is a stark difference in the environment. You can even attribute it to like, it's not as harsh as like, you know, like, or, you know, it's probably a bigger change of an experience than like, you know, you going from like high school to college, but similar in that, in that you might feel like a fish out of water basically. But, you know, she just adjusted and she grew to love it. I mean, as most people though, it's like super hard, but you just love it so much because you love talking about Jesus Christ. You love talking with people. You love, you love being just so involved in the service and this work, you know, it's just, you know, faith and compassion, all these things, they just fill your heart and you're not worried about what your life is going to be like, basically. I mean, I like that part of it. <laughs> I mean, because I served a mission too, so I understand a little bit of this. I mean, of course, she might have her own story to tell, but I think it's very similar, especially because so she just came back from the airport. We greeted her. She was crying, just so happy to see everyone and be reunited. It's like you just can't believe it because you're like, oh my gosh, I have a family because like you like literally are at the point where you just like forget about these connections a little bit. Like you don't, you don't think they're real necessarily. It's kind of a weird experience, but she came back and immediately like, of course there was so much joy in that moment, but at the same time, there was so much kind of pain, honestly, this heartache of like leaving something so good and coming to something that she might think is different. And it's because the environment around her was different than the person that she had become basically so think about this like it's like you know you like a fish out of water basically like it would be if you took your goldfish or whatever just swimming in this little home and you put it you know not even necessarily you could put it in the ocean that's a big experience that's different there's new things to deal with and you're like oh like this is hard this is different but i can figure things out and then it would be like, okay, that goldfish adapts to the ocean. And then it'd be like, okay, now you're going to return back to your goldfish bowl. You'd be like, oh, so you're kind of like constrained again, basically. Or not constrained, but you feel you don't belong in the environment specifically. And it's because we, as human beings, take so much influence from the things that surround us. We let the things around us define who we are as people. And that's not to say that's a bad thing. That's just a natural influence of subconscious, basically, that we let things influence us. I mean, that's what we get with advertisements, basically. Like you see a bag of Doritos or something like that, or you see like color association and whatnot, you are subconsciously influenced to, oh, I think I should go buy those Doritos or, oh, I think I need to go watch that movie because it looks hecka awesome. Or I need to go become like that guy because that guy gets the girl. So I need to go get big muscles like that, something like that. There, I've talked about this before, the stories or the stickers. I have a lot of fun with that. The stickers that society assigns or says that you need to do this in order to get this. Or if you do this, you are defined as this. That was very vague. <laughs> but I think you get the point that we take what our surroundings tell us, basically, and attribute it to ourselves. So like in high school, like you find like a click to belong to basically and you're like oh well i'm this kind of person like i'm a band person i'm an orchestra person i'm a sports guy i'm i don't know like a cheerleader girl i'm a guard girl like you're the theater kid like there's all these groups and you're like that's my personality like i am this kind of person <laughs> but when we change our environment 
we kind of have this like clashing of identity of like, well, who am I then if I've been taking this influence from the outside perspective, from the outside influence? So like if you're a theater kid and then you go to college and you're like, oh, like who who do I need to be basically? Like I can go hang out with the theater people, but I think it's different first off. You maybe don't feel like you belong as much. And also you kind of have this awakening to the idea that like, that you were truly being influenced by your surroundings. So one thing I want to just clarify is that, you know, the things that influence us, they're not good or bad. It's our thoughts about them that determine whether they are good or bad. And it's, I want to also emphasize that it's not the things outside of us that, that make us feel or do certain things. We just have thoughts. We have connection. We have these desires that come from experiencing these things. So like, for example, I used to judge like D&D a lot because I was like, well, that's what nerdy people do. Like, I'm not going to be that kind of person. And then I had an experience in college and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. I had a change of heart about that. My thoughts changed about it. The thing itself did not change. So remember, always remembering that the circumstances around us, they are neutral. They cannot tell us what to do. We let them tell us what to do. They certainly have influence. I'm not going to get me wrong about that. Like a, a great example I have is like when we want to change, especially, we always think that like, oh, it's the outside things that are going to help. Like, okay, if I'm going to run, I'm going to get the best running shoes and I'm going to get this best you know, running plan. I'm going to get this coach basically and just become a runner basically. Well, that is, I would say, half the battle, but a lot of people forget about the thought work behind it the mental capacity to be like, I am now a runner, basically, or this is what a runner does. But we shouldn't ever discount the I, the things that help us gain those thought patterns, because those thought patterns are really what matters, yet there are easier ways to go through it rather than harder ways. So like James Clear talks about, like, basically this idea of like conditioning the environment around us to help us with these habits. So for example, like if you wanted to exercise or wake up early in the morning, like, you put your clothes like near your bed basically or like by your phone so then like you're like oh well my clothes are already here might as well put them on basically or like if you want to read before you go to bed rather than go to your phone you could like well i guess leave your phone downstairs or something like that or more importantly i would say is like i like to leave my book on my bed so that i'm like oh my book's here like well i guess i should read it basically and, and so that's like, it's for me, the easiest example is like, if you're going to like try and eat healthy, it's a whole lot easier to do it like, you know, when your pantry's clean rather than like living in a donut shop, basically, because what are you going to find is that everything in there is going to be something that you want because you have a human brain that's going to try and get you. And those thoughts are going to be so hard to overcome, not to say you can't, and not to say that. Even in a house with an empty pantry, your brain can't be like, well, let's just go get some food because that's why like the that's why the thought patterns and the thinking is really what matters as the foundation. Our environment, though, can help condition us, help ease that kind of transition to the hard things that we are trying to do, basically. So let's take this example to my sister on the mission. She went on this mission and it's very conditioned in terms of like there's a set schedule that they get to plan basically there's study hours designed studying in the scriptures and stuff and there are set hours of like we're gonna go try and meet these people there are meetings and like all these things in place to help the missionary get in the mindset of okay i'm here to serve okay what do i need to teach basically what do i need to know 
in order to help this person um, learn more about the church, basically, or what do I need to do in order to be more of service? And, but at the same time, it's the heart that really matters. It's not the actions. The actions are there to help ease our mind and heart into the thing that we want, basically. Like, because let's face it, it's hard. It's hard to just be like, hey, like, I'm going to go do service for like 18 years, 18, <laughs> 18 months and like forget everything that I ever did. Like, that's a jarring change. It's going to require some kind of strict bounds so then our heart and our mind can get into it. But if we're not working on that, then it will never get into it. So just kind of clarifying, like, again, environment important has influence. But again, our mind and heart, that's really why we are conditioning our environment because it's about the thoughts. It's not about the thing outside of us. And I make this emphasis because when you come back, it's so easy to change back. And I'm not, I don't, okay, let's switch to a different metaphor. So that it gives you a little bit more sense. Let's take with your family, basically. I imagine most of you as college students or, you know, most of you have left the house in some form, basically. You're out doing something. You're out experiencing the world on your own. You're achieving new stimulus of what you want. What are your desires in life? Like where you're going to go in life and new ideas, new philosophies, new maybe political ideas or just ideas about how the world works, basically, or just you have changed in some regard to your thinking because you've been given some freedom and a new environment that you're like, oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. You know, it's basically like going to a new store and being like, oh, I like these clothes, basically. But then you come back home. You come back home and you start talking with your parents and they maybe push against that. You push against these like, oh, I don't really like that on you. Or like, mm, you seem different. Like, is anything, is everything okay? Like, I, like there's this kind of what I would call cognitive dissonance. Because we're returning to an environment in which we ourselves had a mindset, basically. So for most of us, when we were kids with our parents, we were submissive. We learned, we were obedient, or to some degree, or maybe we were rebellious. But basically, we had some kind of mindset in relation to our parents. And then we moved away and we kind of are starting to grow our own identity without them. And then you kind of come back and you're kind of conflicted because you're like, oh, well, I have this opinion. But at the same time, like that doesn't feel right because like my mindset, my the, I'm in the same environment. I'm getting the same stimulus. My parents are right there in front of me asking me these questions. And all I can think is like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say this or this feels like you feel out of place, basically. It's jarring. And it's because we think the outside influence, the outside stimulus, the environment around us is what matters in determining who we are. We think that the environment is just like what we take in and we're like, okay, well, I'm this kind of person in this environment. Or like that just is what defines the situation. And that's what makes us feel certain ways. Like, oh, it's our parents that are making us feel this way kind of weird or bad or shameful or whatever. When in reality, it's always your thoughts. It's always your mindset. It's always what you are taking in to it, basically. So, for example, for my sister, Savannah, as she's come back, it's been really hard because she's like she misses having that structure, having that devotion, having that service. And now she's like, well, now I have to shift and just think all about me, basically. 
when in reality, she can choose if she really wants to, to take what is valuable and keep a lot of it on the mission, what she learned and what she believes and all those mindsets that she got, she can take with her. It's that we often fall circumstance to peer pressure. We fall circumstance to just outside influence and being influenced by that and not sticking with our own principles, basically, because we don't like being outcast. We like to belong, basically. We like to fit in with our environment, which is exactly why we conform, basically. And not to say that, you know, like, I mean, I'm talking about people pleasing. I'm talking about like adjustment. I'm talking about like, you know, kind of being a flip flopper. These are sort of the things, but also at the same time, like nothing against you if you've experienced this or this is what happens. It's totally normal because we've been conditioned to just think that the thing around us, we have to kind of fit in, we have to blend in. It's a totally natural human thing to want to blend in, to belong, to fit in the environment that we are because we don't want to get kicked out. We don't want to be outcast. We don't want to get hurt. And when we talk about hurt now, we're talking about emotional damage more so than physical damage. I mean, there that, that is probably involved in certain circumstances and you should definitely be careful. <laughs> like, you know, your friends aren't going to be like, if you act a little weird or like, you know, you have a certain like moral standard or you have this certain belief, basically your friends might treat you weird or say things about you, but they're not going to be like, well, now I have to beat you up, or now we are going to literally never see you again. They might, though. <laughs> That's what our brain at least tells us, but I'm telling you, probably not. But it's still scary. It's still hard. It's still anxious. We're just, we're still going to have that anxiety and ultimately just pure discomfort around feeling out of place. Okay, so what's my message here? <laughs> That's what I'm kind of wondering. I've been kind of rambling, kind of going off. Um, I just wanted to share my thoughts about this. Really, I wanted to just share these kinds of principles in the end to sum everything up. One, the environment around you does have an effect on you. It's more subconscious because it's already taken root in your mind and the like the, you know, you seeing something to your thought is just totally like unaware. That thought just glides in and so you just feel a certain way. So like, you know, you see like, you know, a good video or something like that, something inspiring. You're just like, oh, I feel so good. Rather that you don't think though in your mind, like, oh, it's because I'm having this thought. It's because of this wonderful thing, basically. So like when you're on the mission, you just think, oh, it's the mission that is making me feel good. Or it is college that is making me feel good. It's it's being with my girlfriend. It's being with my boyfriend. It's being getting this awesome grade. This thing is making me feel so good. When in reality, there's a connection there that we are missing, which is it's always the thought that is making us feel good because we can feel good in certain circumstances that ultimately a lot of people don't feel so good in. So that's possible. That's one thing. But two, when you change, like when you, you know, decide this is the kind of person I want to be, it's so easy to apologize for that and to make adjustments when we return back to old environments that we've been in. So like for me, like I kind of like more of a person that exercises more than I did in high school and at home and stuff. But it's really easy for when I'm home. I'm like, well, I can just relax and just eat whatever I want, basically. Like, but when I'm at, you know, school and everything, like I have a pretty like regimented, like I want to try and eat healthy. I want to at least try and eat one vegetable or something like that. But I'm school, I'm like, well, like 
mom made pie. Let's eat all the pie. Like, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with any of this. Like, let me tell you, like, you don't want to shame yourself in any of this, but it's only if you start noticing it and you don't like the person that you're becoming or showing up as, and you recognize that you're not being truthful to who you are, to what you're thinking. Of course, we want to still show love and compassion to the people around us, but love and compassion in that they can accept you for who you are. So if you've changed like a certain belief about yourself or you've changed a certain aspect of your life and you're hiding that from your family or you're you're trying to make adjustments or you feel like you're not being true to yourself, recognize that it's totally okay and it's, it's you're supposed to feel uncomfortable, basically. You're supposed to feel that kind of discomfort. Don't shy away from that. Lean into that discomfort because being your true self is ultimately the best thing for yourself. You should be your true self despite any environment, basically. So like when it comes to moral standards, you should live up to it because that's what you believe. And you shouldn't also, and you know, we don't want to judge other people for what they're living, but you're just like, this is true for myself. You are allowed to do whatever you want, but I just want you to know as a friend that this is what I blank believe or something like that. And that can apply to religion. That can apply to just ethics. That can just apply to friendship and just being truthful entirely. Um, just about who we are, like, and what we like, basically. Like, simple answer is just like, if you don't like a certain food or you don't like a certain place, you are allowed to voice that opinion. <laughs> if your mom says, no, you always like this, and you're like, actually, I don't, you just say, hey, mom, I love you. But actually, I mean, I've started to not like this, basically. You know, you just have to kind of own up to it and be proud for who you are and recognize that the discomfort does not mean anything has gone wrong, basically. So like to my sister, basically, who's come home from a mission, recognize the discomfort just means that you have changed and that you're returning to something that is different for you, but that does not mean you should change back or conform. Only if you want to. You're totally allowed to do whatever you want, but... I believe there's always, you know, it's been valuable. There's been a reason that you wanted this for yourself. Don't throw it away just because someone tells you to. There's peer pressure or the just like environment wants to conform. You want to just fit in basically. Don't do it just because of that. Do it because you want to. Do it because you believe that it's the right thing for you. Or don't do it because it's the right thing. And so really just to summarize, remember that it's your thoughts that are going to help you change. You don't need to change anything, but it's if you want to and you have that desire for yourself, recognize it's not changing the things around us. Although that does help, it's always going to come down to what is the neural pathway that I want to give myself? What is the thought download that I want to write to myself every day? Who is the person I want to become? And when we become that person and then return back to old environments or old circumstances, old things that happen, and we're just like, oh, shoot, like I always did this beforehand. Recognize that it's okay. You are allowed to freak out. You are allowed to just approach it, embrace the experience as it is, and just say, well, I'm going to show up as myself now. That that past me, that's what I would normally do, and that's okay. And even if I do do it again, that is also okay. But I think I want something different for my life. I think I want a different experience. And to be truthful with your friends, your family, all those around you that maybe haven't seen that change yet, or maybe you're trying to pull you down basically because, and also be that, don't be that person that pulls someone else down. Basically they're changing. They get to do whatever they want in their life. You honestly don't know any better for your life or theirs. 
you get to own yours and they get to own theirs and you guys get to work together. That's the whole point of this life. And it's wonderful and it's messy, but we can all work on it. And I just love it. Anyway, that's all I got for you today. I hope you got something from it. <laughs> please comment, please review, please say something basically, because I want to hear all of it, even the negative stuff. Just tell me everything that you want to say. I'd love to hear from you. I love you guys and just have an awesome week. Good luck out there. If you're struggling with anxiety, need help making a decision, or just want to feel better about something, coaching with me is the answer. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to talk with you. This episode was sponsored by Anxiety. Hey, we deal with it, but you can get the tools to feel so much better about it today. Sign up for a free coaching session with me. Special shout out to Cassidy Cheshire and Drew for taking their opportunity to get coached on their own anxiety. You guys are awesome. You're doing great. Loved talking with you and to everyone. Keep it spicy.